Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, show where you get comics and you get sports and you get Game of Thrones, and it is Game of Thrones time this week, uh, and Game of Thrones and nothing else, no Bachelorette or anything this week, all Game of Thrones, all the time, G-O-T, in the place to be, yeah, that rhymed, it, admit it, <laughs> and joining me today are is the man with two good hands, Rob Callflesh, how's it going, Rob? <laughs> going well. <laughs> and uh, good hands. Two good hands, all right. And also, here is Kyle Brown. How's it going, KB? My heart will go on, Pierce. Yeah. My heart will go on. Absolutely. Yeah. Tough, 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 tough week for the good guys, if you if you believe that there are actually good guys in, in Game of Thrones. They which, exist. Yeah, aren't which, the White Walkers the good guys? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're the reckoning for all of the alleged good the guys. The army of the dead's coming to cleanse the land. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn good episode. Damn good episode of Game of Game of Thrones. I thought like not not action heavy, but like not void of action either. But like it's certainly not a, a big like twenty minute act or fifteen twenty minute action sequence like we had at the end of episode two. But some action stuff happening, but mostly conversations you've been waiting to happen in this show. Specifically, seven years, sixty three hours in the making. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen and Jon Snow meet like arguably the two main characters of the television show meeting for the first time that was that, i mean that was a big yeah brought yeah fire and ice they kind of beat us over the head with a stick with that one too yeah to the point where they, like they, they melisandre straight up said it yeah melisandre I, I said it fire and ice together oh that's not the title of the first book at all yeah no like melisandre said it it was like uh, okay you know we didn't need you to point that out there mel like we like, sure, yeah. we just roll credits now yeah like sure <laughs> pretty much yeah, sure the uh you know, it's it's tough to memorize some of these names and 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 keep track of some of the characters in this show. But I mean, the audience is smart enough to figure that shit out on your own. Probably didn't, probably didn't need it to. Uh, there were a lot of like hilariously unintentional comedic moments in this episode. Like to me, my favorite thing was uh, John and Davos when they're walking up oh, to yeah. to the thing, and then the the dragons fly over top of them, right? And then John has that look on his face, basically like. Man, that's the second scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh god. Um, so John, uh, John and Davos have a number of comedic scenes that are just like seconds long. Oh yeah, like, all, all in Dragonstone there. So. Oh yeah, there were so many. Only Dragonstone, but but uh, it, go ahead, KB. The best part about them together at Dragonstone is they're so out of their element <laughs> yeah. and they play off it so well like Daenerys is so used to spouting off I'm the queen of dragons and I'm the breaker of chains and I'm the and Davos is like but he That's died so- bro and you're like he's like wait I mean he didn't die but he did he's awesome and I like hilariously like davos mocking Masandi st- doing all of 
like Daenerys's stupid title readings. Yeah, like I never get fucking hearing. You know, I never get tired of fucking hearing <laughs> the unburnt, the breaker of chains. The like, I half expected John to like look at a watch, which you know doesn't exist, and like like have like a sundial, <laughs> a sundial on his yeah on his wrist, and just be like, how long does this go on for? And then Davos is just like, this is Jon Snow. He's done some he's stuff. Yeah, he's like he's, <laughs> he's done some shit. Yeah, he's done some stuff too. You know, <laughs> like he just doesn't like to brag about it. You know, we're not all showy up here in the north. You know, Jesus. Yeah. So that was, and then like Varys, three seconds later, like has to run in, very like reminiscent of Spaceballs, where he's like, "Castle's too big. If I walk, <laughs> the show will be over." <laughs> like it was, it reminded me of that. Like there were so many unintentional, exactly like exactly what I thought of as well. It's yeah. Like, Sorry, I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> It was honestly, like, it was like it was funny because he was running at a like a brisk, like he was basically doing like a skip move where he's like, "This is important. I should get in here and tell them." But it, like he wasn't running full speed like for like Mel Brooks, right? Just going ships too big. But like it, it was very much like that, and I was just laughing my ass off. It, it... I, I'm I'm gonna get a little snobby on this though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like they all have no clue what they're doing. Oh, and in the absolutely. episode, they got their shit handed to them again. <laughs> well, their big plan, their big plan, all like which is a terrible plan to begin with, by the way, was let's take our giant army and split it into three more easily beatable smaller armies. <laughs> that like that was their that was their giant plan, right? And now two now two of the three of their small armies have been beaten, right? And they're pretty it, much it, fucking gone. Tyrion Tyrion knows they have no money. Mm-hmm. He knows. He knows yeah. the gold mines are empty. He knows Casterly Rock is a shell of itself. What? The only reason why he's going to take it is the reason why Jamie said it holds value to me and it holds value to Tyrion, and that's it. There's no value other outside yeah, of that. Yeah, it's this. It's and it 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 houses no tactical advantage either because it's just this house on the. It's so far out of the way. The, yeah. the wardens of the west. No one's fighting this war in the west or straight east. Whichever. Yeah. It's so far out of the way that no one's really paying attention to it at all ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's 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 like the veil though, right? Where the veil's like, we have this impregnable thing because you know we we built this castle on the edge of this giant cliff and everything funnels this way. So the only way to get to it is to, you know, is to go right through this giant alley where we've got a bunch of archers. We're gonna so basically the 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 fictional story of three hundred, right? Where it's like we we've created yeah. this bottleneck, so no matter how big the army is, it doesn't matter. And it's like, well, who cares? Because this castle's at the <laughs> yeah. edge of a cliff. It holds no tactical and, and, value exa- whatsoever. Exactly. We'll just ignore it. It's bra- it's basically a brilliant <laughs> castle if you want to be left alone for eternity, right? Like it's it, but not if you want to rule shit. If you're like, okay, this is me. I'm gonna live here. Nobody touch me. I don't want to be disturbed. Let me just live here in peace, and I'm just going to throw things out my moon door. Yeah, I'm going to throw things out my moon door and just watch them, like, fall. And, like, that's just, leave me alone. I don't care. Just tack a sign into the ground uh, before they start going down the path to the veil. It's just like, don't waste your time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, I've got three archers. Not not warnings of, like, beware. It's like, you know, no solicitors. It's just like, just don't waste your time. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, so, I mean, Tyrion's basically been taking L's ever since season six started. Like, when was the last time he had a W? I mean, because, I mean... Would you consider killing his father a W? Because that was that was half a W, half an L. What? Well, yeah, but that was at the that was at the end of season five, wasn't it? Or no, that was at the end of season uh, four. 
That was at the oh, end. So it has been a while. Yeah, that was at What's... the end of season four, and like season five was him traveling in a box, and then he got kidnapped by Jorah, and then he sort of got. I mean, I guess the last W is Daenerys named him his hand, even though. And then he bent the knee to Daenerys, yeah. but it was just like I, well, I don't he know. Was, He's been taking he L's for a while. Hand when he was in uh, King's Landing. Yeah, and he was great at being. Except as far as armies go, he only had to worry about the one army and defending. Uh, yeah, King's Landing. He didn't have to yeah, worry the about the Battle attacking. of Blackwater Bay is his last big military victory. Yeah, but, and I like, think he's been riding that ever only. since. Yeah, and a military strategist he is not, because like I said, taking the one big army and then splitting it into three more easily defeatable armies was was not the like, yeah, not 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 a great move. Just just not a great move whatsoever. And yeah, it's been it's been rough for Tyrion. He's got a he's got a. I mean, he was great at... Po- I, I agreed with all of his political stuff when he was in Marine and he was saying, like, you know, like, when he was doing the political maneuverings with the Masters and saying, like, you know, you know, slavery won't return to Marine, but will he give you guys time to adjust? This is my fair compromise. And then everybody gave him shit when it didn't work. And I was like, that was a good idea. You guys just can't see the big picture, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was just like... Cut him. I was like, come on, cut him some slack. But, you know, this one I'm not giving Tyrion any slack on when he was like... He's like, I know what we'll do. We'll make our army even. Like, we'll make it easier to beat us. It's brilliant. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. I, I think it makes it easier for that push to Daenerys to be like, okay, I'll just ignore the fact that you're the king of the north if you join me right now and we'll figure this shit out later. Because that seemed to be what happened after Varys uh, pranced in and was like, hey... We just got fucked again, and she's yeah. like, uh, "Okay, give me a minute. Yeah. Why don't you have the dragon glass?" Yeah, and her big plan was, "I know, I'll get on a dragon and go burn everything." And it's like, Daenerys, you can't solve every problem with burning stuff. Have you learned? Have you learned this yet? And then she's like, "No. So far, burning things have solved all my problems." And like, we're we're sixty three hours in, and like, I've never met a problem that burning things cannot solve yet. Uh. Yeah, jeez. Daenerys, I, I mean, it was just fun to see Daenerys, and uh, it was also fun to see, like, Melisandre and Varys, and to say that was a great exchange, too. When, when... It, it was, but also particular that Melisandre is not, one, not on the beach, two, not in, like, the mm-hmm. castle or anything. It's just like, I'm I'm going to go hide outside where nobody can see me, <laughs> yeah. because wow. the two people Slick that away, are Slick away, Mel. Slick away. Like... <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the last thing John said to her is like, "You need to leave, and if I ever see you again, I will murder you." Yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure that's sure the last Davos thing he said. Also said a similar thing. Yeah, da- yeah. Yeah, Davos was not I'd, that far off. <laughs> if I was her, I'd definitely be more scared of Davos because he loved the shit yeah. out of that girl. Like they, they, he was his surrogate. He was her surrogate father. She taught him how to read. He's a better man because of her. And like, yeah. oh my god, can I can only imagine. Yeah. So, so who do you think won this episode, Rob? Off the top of your head. I was thinking about this just before we started. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's difficult because, I mean, they spent a lot of time with John and Danny mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning. And then everything else, I think, only had like maybe ten minutes of time. But... I don't, based on last week, I don't want to give it to Euron. <laughs> no. <laughs> he did have some pretty great lines. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, he, he can, uh, I, can I just pop in and say the person who is writing Euron Greyjoy is a fucking genius yeah. and it's amazing. <laughs> Every yeah. word that comes out of his mouth is awesome and I love it. <laughs> yeah, his stroll through Champions Alley was just a moment of levity that you rarely get in this show, right? Even though he was doing it while like he's got three women like strapped to his horse that he's dragging through the streets that you're like these people are going to die in brutal ways, right? And you're just like, like he's just like, look at me. He's like, where's my Super Bowl ring? <laughs> and it's just like oh, In the God. entire history of Game of Thrones, have we ever seen anyone say, "Hey, I'm going to do this, and then the next episode, immediately do it. Yeah, actually. There's, I mean, no, like, there's no fluff. There's no, like, I'm going to gather my armies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you a present. Bam! Done. I'm going to bring them to you. Bam! Done. We're yeah. going to be married. All right? I agree. Bam! And it's just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like that, yeah his character says. is such a breath of fresh air where it's just like all the other characters are – and it's I love their storylines and I love what they're doing and I love the back and forth and the nuances, but it's a nice breath of fresh air. Some he he acts like a common folk dude that's just like I'm gonna do this, and he does it. It and also it, started with him saying I need ships, build me ships, and it's like bam, here's the, here's the fleet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, well, it's just I mean you, you, when you watch these fantasy stuff. Like the, like the fantasy-related stuff. Like, you watch Star Wars and you go like, oh, man, it'd be so cool to live in the Star Wars universe. You get to pilot stuff, and maybe you get to be a Jedi or a Sith, have a lightsaber and do cool mind tricks. It'd be so cool. I want to live in that world. And then, you know, you see, like, Lord of the Rings, and you're like, oh, man, there's elves and magic rings and guys with archers and swords. and Cool. I'd want to live in that world. It'd be so cool. And then, like, Harry Potter, same thing. You're like, oh, man, I'd want to be a wizard and stuff. I'd get to do this and that. It'd be so cool. You watch drink, Game Drink some butterbeer. Yeah, drink some butterbeer. You watch Game of Thrones, and you're like, nah, nah, I'm Please. good. I'm good. I don't, I, don't need, I don't need to go to Westeros. I'm, gonna be, I'm fine where I am right here. But, like... <laughs> to, put it, to put it into context, I watch the show with my wife every week, and she's like, I, could, I never, ever want to live in this age. No. I hate it. It's disgusting. I wouldn't want to fear to be raped every day. Yeah. Like, that's the fear that goes through every common woman's mind every day, and it's shown in this show. Yeah. There's a possibility I'm going to be raped today. Yeah. And die, and that's it. And it's just it, – and, like, like, that's why I love and, – and Euron, I think, has tapped – like, this Euron – or at least this version of Euron Greyjoy that they've given us who, who you know, will maybe – probably won't even make it through the next episode for all we know, right? <laughs> but, I mean, that that was the thing that made Oberyn Martell so yeah. lovable, right? Was the fact that he was the only guy, and Euron's got, got a little bit of this magic pixie dust too, where Oberyn Martell was kind of the only guy through four seasons of the show where you were like, you know, he seems like he's actually having fun in this world, and maybe it's not so bad, you know? Like, maybe I would want to live in, in, in the Game of Thrones universe. I mean, look at this guy. He fears nothing, and he does stuff, and he's here to get vengeance, and Euron's kind of the same way, where he's just like, I've got a fleet of ships, and, I do, and I've do, and i got a cool axe, and I do awesome stuff, and I got to be the, you know, I'm, I'm on sitting on the salt throne and stuff, and you're just like, man, like, these are two guys, you're just like... These guys are, like, genuinely having fun in this world and make it seem like, hey, it's not all bleak all the time. And yeah. now that said, 
Oberyn Martell, and they, they, they referenced it several times when Cersei was spiking the football in front of Alaria <laughs> and her daughter, saying, you know, <laughs> like... Definitely doing the victory. Dance. Yeah, like, saying that, oh, yeah. She, she got she got multiple unsportsmanlike penalties. For oh, her. yeah, she was doing sure. her... She was doing her end zone she dance, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was doing her end zone dance, and it was just like, oh, like, yeah, like, Oberyn Martell, the guy who, like, probably the most lovable guy who you'd want to be in this show, probably in a show full of brutal deaths probably had the most painful and brutal death of the, in the entire series and yeah, top, and top five for sure i well i don't like, know definitely i would say either one or two for sure yeah. i think i i don't think i'm not sure what what would be worse i mean like like theon's whole arc of being constantly tortured would be worse but just straight up deaths that have happened on this show i mean maybe some of the poisonings were bad but i mean like maybe like Oberyn's had like the slow, like it showed his like teeth and stuff breaking, and then finally it was like, psh, you know, it was like like that would have yeah. been a uh, that's yeah. probably the worst the, one in the, the show. Touch to the face, all the teeth come out. Then yeah. you got the eyes gouged out, and then his skull <sighs> cracked open. So yeah. Ra- Ramsey murdered his stepmother with dogs. True. Yeah, some of those are baby. bad. Yeah. I mean, we could go, we could talk about all day about brutal death okay. in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. We all agree. Oberyn is definitely top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 anyway. Yeah, the people yeah. who were, <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. It, it's because it's weird that Euron Greyjoy of all people has become the guy who like you watch the show and you're kind of like, man, maybe it'd be fun to live in Game of Thrones because he's basically a pirate, right? Like he's basically a pirate yes. in oh, Game yeah. of Thrones, Absolutely. right? So you're just like, he's, man. He's like, He's like real life Jack Sparrow. Yeah, That's what he is. Kinda, yeah. He's just going around. He's like, I got this cool ship and this cool axe, and I just go around making promises and, and keeping them and stuff. And it's just like, <laughs> man, it seems like he's got like that cool like squid logo on all of his shit, and it's just like, oh man, stuff's happening with him for that guy, right? So you know he's dead in like the next episode because oh, yeah. like, I mean, Game of Thrones logic, right? He's not gonna see the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Not even. Not even close. Because like. Yara is still alive, and why? You know, is my question. It's it's hubris. It's it's the classic hubris. He's right. gonna keep her alive. He's and gonna then toy with her. Yeah, and, and then she'll. Yeah, and this will be. That's... He's either gonna toy with her, or to- I don't know how he'll end up doing it, but toy with um, Theon somehow. Theon yeah. using her or whatever. And... Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I could I see. Mean, I could see like maybe. Scene... Go ahead, KB. That scene where he brings them all into... Mm -hmm. I just want to touch on the acting a little bit. When he brings them into the throne room. And Lena Headey has... Like an orgasm. That... I'm glad... Visible orgasm on her face. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Only two people in the history of... In in, in the history of, of humanity have gone to that level that you're speaking of, KB. One is Lena Headley last week on Game of Thrones. The other, Eric Cartman. <laughs> like, those are the only... They're, they're not dissimilar characters right? at all. Right? Like, no. Like, those are the only two people who are just like, oh, oh, God. She's like, oh, I'm going to drink your tears. <laughs> you know? Like, like, it was, yeah. Like that... The episode where he makes uh, Scott Peterman's, or Scott... Yeah. Scott Tetterman, yeah. Parents, Tetterman's family into Chile is exactly what Cersei Lannister is. Yeah. And that, that just, the look on her face, like, holy shit, he did it, and it looked like she was creaming her pants. It, she was amazing acting. Like, she pulled it off. Like, she's a great actress, 
Absolutely, no doubt. And we all agree that, I mean, her real-life personality kind of fits the character she's playing, which makes it a bit easier. But that scene with her looking at it, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, she was just like, oh, oh God. Oh, oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, she does, yeah, because, like, they have that whole scene with her. And, like, I mean, it was a little bit strange for... I don't, I don't know. It's a little bit strange for these like Sansei's characters, and I, and I thought uh, I'm not. God, how do you pronounce her name? Like in Indiria Varma, who plays Ilaria Sand, she was fantastic in her whole like, like everything she did in that episode was fantastic. Like even when she. Oh yeah, I mean the the amount of emotion that came out yeah. when they were in the dungeon. Was, yeah, yeah. Was and, and awesome. even just her like people walking down the street, and she was just like spitting on the people that were throwing stuff at her, and she like. You know, hawked one and spat on Cersei's feet and stuff, and it was just like, just like, God, I love this woman. <laughs> it was just so upsetting. Uh, that was one of the nice themes of this episode was defiant to the end. Yeah, yeah, she and like, I feel like Yara is gonna well, get it's away. Not, it's not even the end just yet for her. Well, I don't know. I, I, I feel like she's been quoted in interviews saying that this is the last time her character appears on screen. Has she? Oh, I didn't know that. I yes. just assumed. I just assumed that they were gone. The, I mean, I thought maybe. I mean, given that there's only so many hours left to show, I mean, that's one way. It's just like they set it up mm-hmm. so that this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. We don't need to come back to it. Mm-hmm. So that could also I be a, it makes sense. That could and also be a wrestling style work there, KB, too, right? Oh yeah. 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 Be like, mean, oh we yeah. Did, we oh. did do the gl- we did do the globe the globe podcast. If you haven't checked that out, yeah, check it out. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I was just gonna say that like I don't know. It was a little bit disingenuous like basically i the the scene with the sand snakes with Ilaria sand and, and tyene who i believe are dead at, 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 as we say this i know that like it could be a wrestling style work kb but like where you know the actress was but like i think those two are dead but i think yara is is still gonna be alive because it just doesn't make yeah. sense for her to i don't know why they're keeping her alive because it's, it's not in keeping in the game of thrones show or in keeping with like the small amount of Euron Greyjoy character that we've established I I definitely thought she was gonna die even after Theon jumped it's like what an idiot and then just sliced her throat yeah Yeah, I I, I thought thought that as well yeah it's just like the the, the scene with with Lara and Tyene Sand in in the thing it it didn't ring for me as true because like just the stuff that they've done with the Sand Snakes has been so bad right that I was just kind of like Oh man, here's Cersei. As we mentioned, she's basically being Eric Cartman and doing her doing her end zone dance in front of these, and like chest bumping the mountain and stuff on the way out and stuff, and like <laughs> doing like the the high the the windmill high fives with Kyber and stuff like that. And yeah. she's just like, oh my god, we're doing so well. And then uh, like it just didn't ring as as well for me as it did with with the the ending scene, which you know with Lady Olena, may may, may she rest in peace, right? Like. Oh. like God, like, God bless the Queen was, of Thorns. Definitely better. But for the stuff with uh, Cersei and the Sand Snakes there, mm-hmm. um, as that scene was going on, at first I'm just like, all right. They saw the mountain when they were being paraded into like the throne room area, and the mountain's there. With his like the, shitty stormtrooper armor that he's wearing? So like... It's just like, yeah. So it's like, okay, so they know that the, the mountain's right there. It's like, we could just, I could just crush your head at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, no big deal. Um, but then as that scene was going on, I was thinking, it's like, man, wouldn't it be 
great if Cersei, like, you know, because they had close-ups of Cersei, like, on her face and all that as well. I was like, okay, there's her lips. What if she poison like, does that poison kiss and all that mm-hmm. to, you know, one or both of them? And it's like, holy shit, they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was a bit more poetic. I was... kind of guessed something, but, I mean, as it was going that, on. That was a detail my wife actually picked up on. She was like, hey, her lips are pretty red, and, like, that's really different from her character. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty weird. And then she did the death kiss, and we were like, oh, no! Yeah, kiss of death. Yeah. And then she went crazy with the sex bloodlust afterwards and just oh, jumped yeah. all over Jamie. Yeah. So she's the mad, like, officially okay, so the mad wiped, queen. <laughs> she wiped it all off. It's like, I hope she got all of it before yeah. going down on Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Great point, Rob. Great point. Yeah. And Jamie, Jamie officially, uh, I guess for lack of a politically correct term in 2017, he was very much the woman in that scene, right? Like... Like, she was oh, fucking yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was uh, fucking that, that him. Was good, <laughs> that, that was a good scene, though. Oh, it was I mean, excellent. She's got the power. Yeah. She's the queen. She's, she's drunk on control. power! <laughs> and wine! <laughs> she's not just drunk on wine anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the scene with her and the Iron Bank guy where she was becoming Ty, or, uh, Tywin, basically, right? Like, Because she tried to be Tywin yeah. in, in season five after... Uh, to the point, to the point where she was even like ignoring people while she was writing stuff on, on behind a desk, yeah. right? But it was just like, ah, you ain't no Tywin Lannister, seriously. But now she's actually uh, making making some 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 moves as she seemingly convinced the Iron Bank guy that uh, they're like, please bankroll us, right? Like, yeah. Uh, so so everything that we've brought up now since I to this point have successfully dodged answering the question of who I thought won the episode. Yeah. Um, it is, it is between three people basically. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you're on Greyjoy, Cersei, and cause I can't pronounce her name right now. Uh, she dies at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, Elena Tyrell. Elena Tyrell. Yeah. yeah. It's between, it's My between pick those for three. MVP. If, yeah, if, it's if between those three, if it's and just this episode, you're on, I think is like, third on that list yeah if, if it's just this episode for me i don't it's it's not even a contest for me it's seriously like seriously lannister won this episode like yeah. starting with like kb said lena headley's like oh oh yeah. no there's, I think, it's, I think it's the, ectoplasma I think over the top, yeah for sure. yeah like that and then she got to do the poison kiss and then she's like i don't care if i'm the queen i'll fuck whoever i want and doing that whole thing and then she twisted the iron bank guy onto her side and then she got like they basically tricked, uh, uh, you know, they they basically tricked. Like they, whatever plans Tyrion had going, they basically fucked. They're like, yeah, take Castle Rock. We're gonna take Highgarden, a much more strategic place, and we've killed like a giant part of your army, which was the Tyrell army, who you were also getting money from. So, yeah, and the yeah, army was led. Do you notice the army was led by uh, Randall Tarley and? Uh, Randall Tarley, Braun, yeah, and Jamie, Dickon, and Dickon. Dickon. Who, by the way, I was watching. I was watching the uh, season six episode where we first meet uh, Dickon at the uh, the uh, the dinner that they had at at Hornhill with Sam yeah. and and uh, Gilly. And they actually changed the actor. I, I didn't realize it because I forgot, you know, like Dickon was such an inconsequential character. And, and, and the actor, I'm pretty sure this is probably done on purpose, but the actual the, the actor they got to play Dickon this season is much larger a human being 
So we basically have big dick on and little dick on in this series. And I'll tell you, I don't much care for big dick on, okay? I, I prefer little dick on to big dick on. I don't want strange new dick on. I want the dick on I'm used to. Give me the dick on I need. Give me the dick on I love. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, so, God. Yeah, uh, the original actor in Blood of My Blood in 2016 was Freddie Stroma. Mm-hmm. And then the actor from Stormborn on to Spoils of War, which is the next episode, is mm-hmm. Tom Hopper. Okay, yeah. But, like, it's just funny because he's twice the size. So, like I said, we literally have Big Dick on and Little Dick on. So, someone's got to get a hold of their dick on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Stroma so, is five eleven and a quarter. Yeah, about the same height Hopper. as me. Yeah, and then <laughs> Hopper height? is six five. Yeah, so there we go. <laughs> so it's a bit of a yeah, difference. B- big dick on and little dick on. Oh god, I could make dick puns all day. So easy. Um, but anyway, like Olena Tyrell, like like what do we what do we say? To the Queen of Thorns, who was the original... We talk about this on, on on the crossover podcast, about how one of our favorite tropes in Game of Thrones, and this season it's been Euron Greyjoy, is the person who's never been mentioned before in, like, previous seasons just shows up and, and now... It stirs shit up. Is, and... Yeah, just run shows. Olena Tyrell was the original character to do that, because she was never mentioned in seasons one and two, and then I think in, like, episode four or something of season two, she was just like... Oh, I'm Marjorie's grandmother, and I'm going to come here, and I'm going to start insulting all of the your favorite characters that have existed up until this point, and you're just going to deal with it, and then it's going to make me even more awesome for the next five seasons that you get to see me. And we're all like, yeah! <laughs> it's just, and each barb got to be, like, and even just her parting shot was just so fucking good where she just drinks the poison and she's she's like oh, as, soon as, she, as soon as she hears it's like does it hurt no just down the hatch <laughs> yeah and it's like okay now i can say what i really want to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah my my only my only wish is that whatever she drank poison like, like whatever, whatever poison she drank would have caused her to burst like just spontaneously burst into flames and then she just starts cackling and while flipping Jamie off and then just leaving a skeleton corpse just giving Jamie the finger like just just her just going ah, 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 like just while just on like that's the only way just, she she could have been yeah hot fire to yeah Jamie. literally spitting hot fire in my in in my version that's the only way she could have been more badass as she died in that scene I mean, it was so fucking that was one good. of the reasons why i picked her for my mvp yeah in the beginning in our uh, tough break <laughs> tough break for podcast, you yeah. was just the way she carries herself and you know the the snake tongue that she has and even in death no in loss she gets that last little jab in that yeah. crushes the souls of jamie and probably cersei eventually mm-hmm Oh, yeah. She just gets in that last little right hook, just like <laughs> tell Cersei, yeah. I want her to know it was me. Yeah. yeah, just looks him dead in the eyes too. Like I said, how much better would it have been if she just then caught fire and flipped him off <laughs> while on fire? It was so bad, so bad. Yeah, I think the only thing that would be better if she like threw down a smoke bomb and disappeared. <laughs> <I> was like <laughs> ninja dust, <laughs> just leaves. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Uh so good. Uh, a lot of scenes with uh, this week of, of with that involved two people, 
in 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 staring into vast wastelands <laughs> like off into the distance <laughs> while communicating with someone while not looking at them which you know people don't do in real life so there was mel and varus where mel melisandre and varus are just now they eventually kind of started looking at each other but melisandre was doing her usual i'm staring off into the distance while i talk to someone who's who's two feet away from me and then <laughs> Tyrion and john had a great conversation off the cliffs while they were just like yeah. staring into space and then John and Danny did the exact same thing later with Dan- yeah. Daenerys is just like staring at a sunset not looking at John and like John was and that was the scene like in particular he started using the Batman voice for some reason where she was just like because I think didn't Daenerys make a line where she's like I don't look as good as you brooding or, or someone made that line that, that, that was Tyrion that's that Tyrion. Tyrion to John Tyrion to John yeah he said that but which is a great line because, you know, Jon Snow is kind of like Batman at this point where he's just brooding all the time. But it's funny because, like, John at one point, I swear he did the Batman voice in the conversation with Daenerys. I was having expecting him to go like, where's the dragon glass? Where is it? You're never going to an ordinary person. So insane. Like, I, like, he actually used the Batman voice in that Daenerys conversation. It's pretty hilarious. Oh, God. I was I was waiting for uh, for Daenerys to say you know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah. But instead, she said you better get to work. <laughs> yeah, she's just like she couldn't say that because she'd be like, I only know burning people, Jon Snow. That would be her line. <laughs> God. One of my no. biggest problems, actually, with this exchange, is the same problem I had with Jessica Jones. She, she has explained. fucking dragons. Yeah. She has three dragons. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't believe that other myths exist? Yeah. Why? Great point. Why? You have dragons. Yeah. You have seen you've you've been locked up by wizards. You've seen a guy climbing a ladder of fire and explode into fire. I'm yeah. maybe that's You just have a book. superpower in this show for some reason, which apparently You J- can't you can't be burned. Yeah, which apparently you George R. R. Believe is pissed that there's off about. a guy who has the exact same powers but ice? Yeah. Come on. Apparently George R. is actually pissed about that, uh, that they did the second scene. Because remember last season they had the thing where she burned all the calls in, in Dothrak with, and, and in that building and then she emerged from yeah. the fire. Apparently he didn't like that because that, like, the, the thing in season one, or which happened in book one, I believe, where, you know, she, she went into the fire and then came out and the dragons had hatched and stuff. That was just supposed to be like a one-time thing. It wasn't supposed to be like a, oh. it wasn't supposed to be like a superpower that she has, which in the show, it, which in the show it very much is, right? Like, like it's it's yeah. just, it's a superpower that she's got, and it was just like, it, yeah. And you're absolutely right. That's that's very much a a, a thing where she, because like she has that conversation with uh, Tyrion, right? And she goes, "Hey Tyrion, what do you think?" Sir Davos meant by saying he took a heart, a knife to the heart for his men, and Tyrion should have been like. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe he got brought. Maybe he was killed. They brought back the dead. A lot of crazy shit going on around these days, right? You know, we got dragons. <laughs> there's, there's actually a passage in the book where one of the Nights Watch goes to King's Landing before all the shit goes down and has a White Walker, not a White Walker, but like an undead hand in a jar. Yeah. And like shows it to him. Was like, yo. There's undead people. We need more Night's Watch. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Take the prisoners. (laughs) 
God. Yeah, no, for whatever reason, everybody just seems hell-bent on ignoring, like, like anyone not named Jon Snow and Davos, and or or at least people who haven't seen the Night's King are basically hell-bent on not believing that this is happening. Oh, yeah. They're like, what are you and, talking and everyone, about? And everyone who has seen it is shitting their pants. Yeah. Because the thing that's going to happen is, like, the wall's coming down at the end of this season, right? Like, I, like I'm... I'm of the mind well, that... no, the wall's not coming down. They're passing They're it on the frozen around. lake on the the one side. Is what the, the I don't know. I think I I think I I think they're gonna destroy the fucking wall. Like I think that no. thing. I think that fucking is wall, coming wall, down. Similar. I think they're going. The around. wall is similar to uh, Storm's End, where it has ancient magic in it. Mm-hmm. And what the hound was looking into the flames i think last episode or two episodes ago he was saying there's i see a frozen lake i see the army of the dead crossing the lake mm-hmm. and there's actually a spoiler in um the opening scene where they show the wall and they show in the i think the first episode the lake was water and in the second episode the lake was frozen over so they're going to go around the wall to the one castle on the one side hmm. and then ruin shit interesting it's gonna be which is what i'm waiting for holy christ show me you, some goddamn white walkers yeah. do, do you think that's gonna be episode seven or eight of this season it's gonna well, be later how many are we getting be... are we getting seven or eight or is that gonna be next season i thought we were getting eight episodes this season which means after next week we're halfway through yeah so which sounds can we confirm shitty. that is it seven or eight do no, episode seven. There's only seven episodes in season seven, so technically, what? Well, yeah, there's only Jesus seven Christ. episodes. So we've only got four hours left. Worse. Yeah. So my my guess is season episode six is going to be like the death of Cersei and that kind of the war for King's Landing, and then episode seven will be like I had it in my head that I for I just thought that the I mean, you guys are kind of talking me out of it right now, and I don't like it, but I, I thought that the White Walkers were just going to destroy the fucking wall. Like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, your wall here? You know this thing he used to keep <laughs> us away? Down! <laughs> like, And that's going to be the thing where everybody finally believes Jon Snow. They're like, oh, my God, the wall is down because uh, the well, zombie monsters are coming? We must probably believe this this one crazy guy who's been screaming about it the whole time, no, right? Like, They're, they're totally going to do a Simpsons thing like when Marge went to Police Academy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and Wiggum's like women. Yeah, can't seem to work the door. <laughs> yeah, can't seem to work the door. It's just like we, oh, God. we can't we can't find the counterfeit jeans. They seem to have disappeared. <laughs> Looking good, boss. Because yeah, like I mean, Jon Snow is basically the one person running around screaming "Soylent Green" as people right now in this TV show, right? Like he's just like pretty much. He's like, open your eyes, you morons! Like it's coming. I've seen it, and. uh well, I guess Bron, Bran is too, but uh, which takes Bran, us into Bran's seen a lot more though. Yeah, true. He's seen everything. Man, that was a that was a stilted, very stilted scene with him and Sansa. I thought, like the the exchange when she when he first showed up, and then she was, you know, she burst into tears and hugged him. I thought that was an excellent moment for uh, for the actress playing whose name is escaping me right Sophie now, Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner, thank you. Who was playing? Uh, Sansa, and but like the the scene where he was sitting in the tree and he was just kind of I, I don't know they needed to take another I get that they were trying to get a get across that Bronze just like or Bran Bran is like the three hey I'm not the only guy who makes that mistake uh <laughs> like that Bran was just like 
sitting there going, yes, yes, I need to talk to Jon Snow, too. And it's like, why? Like, quit being vague. What are you doing, man? Like, I understand that you're the three-eyed raven, but you don't have to be a vague jerk about it, right? Like, like when Sa- like Sansa actually kind of did the community thing where she was, like, gold-blooming, where he's, he's like, I'm the three-eyed raven. And she's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, she's just like, she's like, what are you talking about? I'm the three-eyed raven. And then he didn't bother explaining it to her. And it's like, why are you being vague, you a-hole? Like, like we're finally together and you're acting like a dick. What are you doing? I realize you think you're some sort of super important guy now, but like, fuck, quit. We haven't seen each other in I don't know how long time it's been on this show. Like, quit big time and me as you sit up next to this tree and you're just like... Yes, I'm just going to hang out here. I don't, like, I'm just going to sit here by the tree. Because I'm the three-eyed raven now. I don't know if I, you, you caught that the first four times I mentioned it. It's tough to explain. It's, it's tough to explain, but I'm the three-eyed raven now. That that was a, the, that was not entire, a great scene. The entire exchange to me came down to, sup, where's yeah. John at, yo? Where's yeah. John at? <laughs> yeah, was, She's yeah. like, um, you've been away forever. We're finally, we're finally here. And he's like, yeah, that's cool and whatever. We've got other shit to worry about. <laughs> I need to do a thing, and it's talking to John. Yeah. He's a Targaryen. Yeah. And... I need to mention that he's not one of us. So, like... <laughs> well, he's half of half of them. Yeah. It's like, is that going to be a problem? <laughs> you know, like, he's not really Ned Stark. You know, he's not really Ned Stark's son, but he's, you know, his nephew. So, I mean, we got a whole thing. That blonde he's trying to bang in the visions that I've seen. You know, like, she's his aunt. Maybe <laughs> we should, maybe we should put a stop to that. Can you imagine how traumatized he must be yeah. from seeing all that shit? Like, yeah, you are per- you looked really good in that dress you were in before you got raped. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, like, that was just such a, I don't know, I don't know why they were intentionally establishing Bran as this now, like, vaguely, because, like... Well, he's he's desensitized, right? I guess. He they, doesn't know where, he doesn't really know where he is anymore, and yeah, he just he, knows what he needs to do. I guess. I, I mean, I get it, but I just, maybe just another draft at, the, he, at that he scene, He has right? information overload. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. Those bits that I was reading about. Yeah, that's a that's a very good way of putting. It. I just I don't know. I just I I felt like it could have used one more draft to just to clean up the dialogue a little bit. Like he didn't need to repeat that he was the three eyed raven three times, especially after Sansa was kind of like, explain to me why you're what what that means. And then he was like, oh, it's a long story. And it's like it's just the being intentionally vague and then just being like. Oh, I need to talk to John about something, and she's like, "What?" And he's like, "It's not important." And then he's like, "I'm the, I'm the three-eyed raven, after all, you know." And then it's just like, "Oh God!" And she's like, "Oh, and I, I, I remember seeing you. Allow me to bring up that the most hor- you know that most horrible moment, <laughs> you know the worst moment of your entire life when you got married and then were raped." <laughs> yeah, I saw that in my visions. It wasn't pretty. You sa- Do you remember you sound like it? Pope- you yeah. sound like Popo from <laughs> a little bit, uh, yeah. It's like a, Brit, uh, like a little bit. DBC Bridge. <laughs> DBC Bridge, yeah. But it was basically what it was. He's just like, you were you were raped that night. It sucked. I'm the three eyed raven, you know. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, we get it. You're the three eyed raven. Get out of here. It's like we get it. You're from space. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Two DBC <laughs> references in the same sentence. So good. Um, Jorah's, I guess, gets to live. Are we 
for are a we, few more episodes. Yeah, are we are we happy about that? Does he ride it on the white horse and start telling people, no, no, this is how you run your army, Jorah Mormont? He's like, it's like, what are you guys, crazy? I found it funny that he basically played it off as, it's like, oh, yeah, I had a good night's sleep, and it all just kind of went away. Yeah, I really well, like... I had a really good shit. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that exchange between... They've randomly given... I mean, maybe we're sleeping on Professor Slughorn from... Uh, uh, from from Harry Potter as as Sam's maester, maybe we're sleeping on him because he's had some as the MVP because he's had some great scenes too. Like yeah. the thing where he's like, "Oh, you were expecting a reward. You're expecting." And he's like, "Your reward is my foot not in your ass right now." Basically, <laughs> basically was this thing. So he's like, "Now start writing down these books." God. <laughs> I, I am, until I'm we constant. get a few episodes in, sorry, I was like, until we get a few episodes past this, those books or like manuscripts and whatever that he's going to have to like rescribe mm-hmm. they might be important things that uh sam now actually gets to read over yeah like slughorn might be yeah. strategically yeah. saying I'm sure, I'm transcribe sure they're, these ones they're right important. yeah my my problem right now with sam Tarly is the amount of things he doesn't say mm-hmm. like he know he knows what's going on or he should know what's going on and Jorah straight up says, I'm going back to um, Daenerys. Daenerys. Yeah. And he knows Daenerys, he should know that Daenerys is on Dragonstone. He should be like, oh, by the way, you should tell her to give all the dragon glass to someone because this shit's going down. Like, why does, why didn't he throw that in? And it took him so long to figure out, oh, hey, Stannis told me there was dragon glass. And I just read a book that said there was dragon well, glass. Uh, that's, I should yeah. write a raven. Like, holy shit, man. Like, he's supposed to be smart. Yeah, he's you're... supposed to be this intellectual guy. And it takes him so long to put two and two together and, like, throw in, like, little, hey, you should tell Daenerys that John is an okay guy. Yeah, you're, you're making some good points. Your life. You're making some good points, but do they know, do either of them know that she's currently at Dragonstone? Like, is that public knowledge that they that they would have had i believe so i mean the important people seem to know and i would assume the maesters know hmm. but but would he know being there He's he just, seems uh, to be on he seems to be scrub. on the, he seems to be on the up and up and kind of like disobeying every rule hmm. so i would assume but even like even if he knows uh, who daenerys is he should at least say, "Hey, if you run into John, or hey, John needs help, or if you're gonna go to this army, you should tell them, come fight the White Walkers, before yeah. you do anything else." It's just yeah, one that, of those things that would where, be like, it, like if you see someone getting robbed and you pass a cop and you're like, "What's up? What's going on?" and you don't tell the cop, "Hey, there's a robbery over here," right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm thinking he should. St- tell Jorah at least a little bit of something. Like, hey, did you hear about these White Walkers? And he's like, no. Yeah, yeah. there's undead coming. He's like, well, that's stupid. Like, yeah, doesn't your chick have dragons? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Right? Like, something yeah. with that ilk. Yeah, because he that's even... Yeah, and uh, Jorah even had that conversation with Tyrion when, when he had kidnapped Tyrion the one time, and I think they were on the boat, and then uh, Tyrion says something like, 
it was basically along the line of, you know, do you believe in miracles? And he goes, I did, or, or I don't know. The conversation was, you know, I used to be skeptical like you until I saw a tiny girl go into a uh, fire with three dragon eggs and then come out with three live dragons. dragons, And now I'm a believer. And so basically he should have been like the army of the dead are coming. And then he should be like, I believe that. (laughs) Like I once saw a girl walk into a fire and come out with three dragons. I've told this story before. Right. It's like, like, if you see, if you see one mirror, it it comes back again to Jessica Jones. You see one miracle, you see a giant fucking wormhole in the sky and you don't believe that someone can control people's minds? Yeah. You see three giant dragons that have spawned from a girl walking into a fire with three eggs. You don't believe that there's some undead ice king coming to murder everyone? Yeah. Like why Why do you disbelieve one ridiculous thing when you've seen the ridiculous already? Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's probably just a problem with the writing of the show. And you got to take a few things on faith, right? Too like it, 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 it can't all be like if fans got whatever they wanted all the time on this show. This, you know, <laughs> it wouldn't be very good. Right? Hound Adventures, right <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'd be like, yeah, the Hounds of Love, like Rob and I pitched a couple years ago, would would still be a show. Right? <laughs> if, if we if we all got what we wanted, Arya would be sitting on the Iron Throne with a stick with Cersei's head on it, yeah. and acting like she's a puppet telling yeah. people what to do and Oberyn but... would would have been brought back to life as like a half snake monster right like he would have a snake bottom half now and stuff How... and like hey they fixed me and i'm half snake now i'm even more awesome <laughs> it's just like <laughs> yep it's like yeah I, I, <laughs> I can only imagine the joy you would have to see Oberyn's corpse be raised by the night king yeah <laughs> well you would, wouldn't be able to tell it was him what with the no head and all <laughs> like so if i just see a headless guy with a spear i'm just gonna assume that's Oberyn from here on out <laughs> like, some guy with a crushed head and a spear yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll be like Woo! <laughs> like, like that's the thing though when you're a, he's the directors <laughs> decide to put a name tag my name is over yeah <laughs> <laughs> They do the pop-up thing, like pop-up video, like, bloop, this was over at Marcel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're dating us here. Uh, but, uh, no, they brought pop-up video back briefly. Uh, but then they realized people have Wikipedia now, so they don't need pop-up video anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh, but it was still fun. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's just funny to me. <laughs> like, people be like, when they explain, like, well, how does the Army of the Dead get their guys? Um, they raised the dead. It's like, oh my god, we've killed so many people over the last few years of the show. Oh my <laughs> god in heaven. It's just like, oh. How, it's like, how well, many... how do we stop them getting, uh, you know, more for their army? It's like, well, we got to stop killing people. <laughs> it's like, that's not what this world's built on. <laughs> like, I think the survivors would envy the dead if we did that. <laughs> oh, man. I think we, uh... How many bricks do you think Cersei would shit if the yeah. corpse... If the corpse of Ned Stark walked up to the Iron Throne, <laughs> yeah, <that'd laughs> there's be... so many possibilities. He would have to do well, again. Corpse. He... What if uh, Arya <laughs> does her, uh, you know, no one uh, shape shifting thing? Yeah. Uh, as Ned Stark, because his head's just I, sitting I, there, right? I I hopefully assume there's some rules to that power, where it has to be yeah. someone she's act she's actually killed herself. Yeah. Or like. T- like done a ritual or something not that she can just mystique her way into any situation yeah because they really haven't explained her superpower either like how she mimics height and voices and stuff like that we we just kind of were like 
Whatever. Let's just go with it. They're like, yeah. they're like, all right, pretty, she kills people, takes takes her faces, so and now she... she's them? All right, proceed. All right. Like... Yeah. Like, when she was in training, it seemed like they had, like, a face bank where they, like, yeah. hey, you can use all of these faces of these people who have sacrificed themselves or who have died, who yeah. have decided to That's why they were washing the bodies, do the ritual right? yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's like, well, it doesn't actually matter anymore. I can take any face I want. Yeah. Well, I guess she just knows the techniques. So, yeah. It, I, I guess so. Yeah, it's a bit late, because you have to assume that the face of, of Ned Stark's severed head is is probably no longer in mint condition for, uh, <laughs> for face-using purposes. Isn't. But yeah, but you're right that it could be somebody that she has somewhat recently killed and then just, I don't know, tries to freak her out with some sort of... I just, I, I'm of the mind that I think Jamie is going to be the one who ends up killing Cersei and that it's not going to be... Uh, that, that it's not going to be Arya, but then who knows yeah. what happened. Maybe Arya goes, well, Jamie, now I'm killing you because you took my kill away from me, you silly <laughs> bastard. So it's like, and it now you die. It could be Arya as Jamie, though. You never yeah, know. yeah, we mentioned that. Yeah, we mentioned that one. That was a fun theory that we came up with a couple couple podcasts ago. Uh, Jordan Sam we touched on. What, what did we miss here? Uh, I think we pretty much... Oh, Sansa and Baelish's little exchange was funky. Um, <laughs> Sansa's clearly done with Baelish's bullshit. <laughs> it's just funny oh, yeah. like the, qu- the question is who obviously one of those two are going to attempt to kill each other before the season's out but it was just funny though because when they were walking she like Sansa did the thing where she's like I gotta have a little conversation here with Baelish so she was like hey does that armor have leather on it and the guy's like no it doesn't and he's like excuse me I'm gonna go make sure this gets leather on it right and then she's like alright slink away for, for us to have our secret <laughs> conver- secret conversation one of those two is gonna end up killing each other before the uh, the season's over I just have no idea who uh, I, I, I assume it'll be Sansa for Baelish because Baelish wants to throw his a deep D into her. Yeah, like, and, um, he wants to use all of his little fingers. Next episode, all the Starks are going. All the living Starks will be back at Winterfell. Yeah, that'll be very interesting. If you still consider Jon Snow to be one of if those particular Jon brand Snow of Starks. Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to assume. So, so what happens? Uh, Melisandre is riding off into another plot line. Where do you think she ends up next, or do we? Uh... We... I think she's just going to disappear for a yeah, while. Yeah, you don't. You don't think I don't see, see them. I don't again? see them following her. She doesn't really seem to have any purpose. Mm-hmm. She just says that she's going away for a little bit, and she'll be back eventually to die with Varys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Varys was thrilled to hear that kind of news. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess Theon. We got we got a Theon. Those oh, guys yeah, rescued Theon. Place. That was a little. Was like a scene. <laughs> that was yeah. It was a weird like interstitial where they were like, and also Theon. <laughs> like, he's like, I could have saved her. He's like, no, you didn't. He's like, I tried to save her. He's and then like, yeah, if you would have tried to save her, you wouldn't be here. And yeah. He's like. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't. And they didn't even, like... It's funny the way they didn't even, like, kind of, like, help him get up. (laughs) They're just like, oh, Theon's still alive. Isn't he technically kind of, sort of, maybe our king? And then they're just like, did you try to save him? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, no, you didn't. And then they just leave. (laughs) That was basically the the entire scene. And they're basically just like... They're just like... like, I'm surprised they didn't throw him back overboard, quite frankly. (laughs) They're like, like, oh, God, get him out of here. (laughs) This guy sucks. Uh, As as they're picking him up and they see his team, I was like, oh, we thought it was someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I thought it was interesting, actually, to see Braun in the lineup of people who are going towards the Tyrells. right. I forgot about that. I'm interested. So since Bronn's there, 
he will not be able to save the most beautiful, beautiful girl in the world. Yeah, that was that was a, a theory that I, I floated on on the podcast last week, which is clearly not. I I just and well, I'm ba- glad you brought it up because I wasn't there too. <laughs> yeah, based on based on what we thought, uh, or ba- based on that theory, I was just like maybe Braun saves her, but I'm just like, nah, they're both dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Braun. I think Braun has completed his transition to the dark side and is just gonna. Well, I don't think he was. On. I don't think it was ever a transition for him. Is Braun has always just gone where the gold is, right? Yeah. And, and and he has he has never wavered from that 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 belief. And it just unfortunately for for the audience members, or at least for me anyway, some people seem to like the Lannisters. For me, it has fallen him on the side of the Lannisters. Now, likely there will be a moment where uh, Braun and Tyrion and Jaime will probably be in the same scene. And there will be a moment where Bronn's in the middle and he's like this, you know, when the, the scene in, in uh, Air Bud or just any dog movie, really, where they have to do that. Come here, boy. Come here. Come here, boy. <laughs> and then, like, it'll be Jamie to be like, no, come here. Come here. And he'll be, like, holding what, what? gold and, like, Jay, it, like basically Jamie will be holding gold and women. He'll be like, come here, boy. And then Tyrion will just be standing there making that, like, heart shape with his ha- with his hands, right? Like, this is all I can give you. My heart, buddy. Like, what do you got? And then Bronn will be, you know, forced probably make a decision at that point either that or he'll just trip on a log and break his neck who knows it's fucking game of thrones like he, <laughs> he might get shot with an arrow next well, episode my, be like, oh, my prediction it. at the big at our preview episode was that um jamie would die by Tyrion's hands so yeah so who Hopefully. is i mean we said the next episode was called the next episode. Oh, jeez. I can't remember now. I thought it was going to be called something different from whatever other things I was reading, but maybe that's episode five or who knows. I thought it was going to be a brand, uh, yeah, brand heavy episode, but. The maybe. Spoils of War is the next episode. Hmm. Yeah, so that's presumably like, okay, so the Lannisters have now collected all of the Tyrell's gold. Mm hmm. And then they're after the dragons. Yeah. See, the, it, it, this episode put Daenerys in a really tough position because, let's face it, the Unsullied are fucked. They've got to defend a castle Where? with no money, no food, no allies, all the way in buttfuck nowhere. Why do they need that castle, though? I would just have them leave. They don't need the castle. Yeah, they, like were going after the, they were going after the army. Yeah. But there's no way to leave. Mm. You've got... King's Landing, the land, and then the Lannister army is in uh, High Garden, and you can't go via the sea because the Greyjoys are there. And they just burned yeah. all their boats and shit too, right? And, so. Yeah, so they're they're stuck in uh, the Rock. Yeah, you've got what army do they have left? The Dothraki, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I'm glad you yeah. brought that and up. And the three Drake. I'm glad you brought this up. I realize a big part of the Game of Thrones experience is waiting for shit to happen. I'm sick of waiting to see the do- waiting for the Dothraki to cut it loose. Okay, I'm just sick. Like I want to see a, a Dothraki horde like running in a in like a field of green at a Lannister and army. It's, Can it's I have that teased. now? Can I have that now, please? It's been teased since the first fucking season. Yeah, since like oh, the Dothraki, the Dothraki are these savage fucking killers, and they yeah. go around murdering everyone, and all yeah. they ever see like we're gonna do kill is men and. Around and eat. 
eat horse and do nothing. Yeah, they're like, we're going to kill men in iron dresses, they say, and stuff like that. They're like, look at these pansies and their iron yeah, dresses. Yeah, look, at, look and... at these pussies wearing iron. We're going to yeah. murder the shit out of them. They're yeah, just standing there like... carrying boats and shit. Yeah. Like, come on! It's like, yeah, murder let's... some people already! Exactly. Let's, 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 let's see the Dothraki army cut it loose. But I mean, like, it seems like they're big... I don't know, what's their big move is to be like... Uh... Well, they like does Daenerys like go to John hat in hand and say, "Hey, hey, John, you, you remember when I said you could have that dragon glass? Uh, I, I I need something from you. <laughs> like, um, you know, I think, I think you mentioned a wildling army. Uh, yeah, I think their only like, move right now is like, to mine the dragon glass, go north like Stannis did, and try to f- come from the north down." Yeah, because they can take River Run pretty easily since the Freys are gone. Yeah, and they can liberate uh, what's his nuts, Catelyn's brother. You, oh, uh, Edmure, Edmure Tully. Yeah, Ed, Edmure <laughs> yeah. Tully. Bit, yeah, what an important, what so an important probably, strategic move that would be. They can probably get half an army there: the Tully army and the Tully bannermen. Yeah. So it'll be Waddling's Dothraki, the North, and dragons versus Lannisters, Tarleys. <laughs> Yeah. And but do you think the do you think the Dothraki are gonna go north to like the land of ice and snow? Better get some coats. I mean, you don't want you don't want to be like yeah. you don't you don't want to be like like the Germans in World War Two and just be like let's head to Russia but not bring coats. It'll be fine. Like, yeah, I think I think they might go as far as the Riverlands. Yeah. No, I don't. Really yeah, they'll go as far as either the twins or the Riverlands and just hang out there while yeah. Daenerys goes and begs for the yeah. the help of the wildlings in the north. The, the problem northerners. is the north isn't the north is 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 coming south is is the problem, right? Like the storm is coming south on this show. That's that's kind of the yeah. I mean, they're they're putting themselves in a position where they're going to have to either fight the army of the dead or run south. And try to defeat the southern enemies and hold up in the south and wait for the army to come. It's going to be – that's the decision we're waiting on really is are they going to stay in the north and try and tough it out or are they going to go fuck this shit and run south, take over whatever's south or even dire straits be like, yo, Cersei, let's chill. We'll bend the knee for now. Yeah, and that's then, not gonna happen. I, that's yeah, that's exactly. that, yeah. There's not gonna be a supreme. There's not gonna be a supreme. Yeah, there's not gonna be a supreme Lannister. Everybody, all right. Let's set aside our differences and beat the and beat the ice thing. Like like if that happens, I'll be very pissed off. Like I, that that will not be good writing for this show. If Cersei, who's the Mad Queen at this point, all of a sudden goes, "Oh my God, no. the ice zombies are true." Okay, let everybody let's set aside our differences. Everybody, like, no, no, no. That's. That can't Not be unless goes Cersei down. entertains it, but then like beheads them as they bend down. Yeah, yeah, murders them anyway. Yeah, like no, no, that's. Although it'd be fun because that increases the chance of zombie over and coming back and murdering the mountain, and finishing <laughs> off the mountain. <laughs> like, which I did that like that. Other... I did like that scene when they were down in the basement, where like just me as an Oberyn guy for them, like when Cersei was like, you know, if Oberyn didn't taunt him. He might have won that day, and now Gregor is stronger than ever. And I'm like, oh yeah, he looks great. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he looks fantastic. Yeah, pillar of health. This guy in his stupid fucking stormtrooper armor. <laughs> God, I hate that guy. She, she was like, remember that one time when all he needed to do was walk to the other end of the arena and win. Yeah. And he's dead. He decided to stand over it and taunt him like a douche. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> like, uh... 
Ah, no need to bring it up. <laughs> Since you brought up the mountain, um, yeah. and we're three episodes in, and I guess there's only seven. Mm-hmm. I feel it's pretty unlikely we're going to get the Clegane Bowl this season. No, I don't, I don't think we're ever getting the Clegane Bowl. I think that's no. a that's a pipe. Yeah. That's that's a fan it, it, pipe it's, dream. It's not looking like a thing. No, that's for sure. I honestly don't understand where that came from because at least in the really. at least I in just... the books, the Hound is so terrified of his brother mm-hmm. that I mean, he can't even look at fire and like not be jittery. Yeah. And how could you stand up to the man who like almost murdered you because he's angry? Yeah. Well, he's growing now. He looked into the fire and he saw a vision and all that. So yeah. you know, yeah, it's just. Clegane Bowl just—it was all just a fan servicey thing that people wanted to have yeah. happen because, like, they're brothers and they have the whole like, you know, use, they have the trope of oh, you know, he was the abusive older brother who was insane and he burned him when he was a child. So the the, the romantic thing is that the Hound eventually has to get revenge on. I, but the yeah, Hound's I, not exactly a, a great like he's a great character, but he's he himself will tell you he's like i've done terrible things and that i don't deserve forgiveness for right like yeah. he he well, killed the butcher's boy one, i think it was yeah, he killed the butcher's boy the, right the yeah and then they uh, yeah and they fought a little bit at the joust like right they fought and then, a little bit right. and the mountain swung his sword at uh at the hound but it's like whatever was said from like joffrey or whoever or from uh robert Baratheon was still robert, alive at robert that point Baratheon. yeah and so the hound's like, you know, bending the knee and kneeling down, and the sword just goes right over his head. Yeah. Like it was, a, not, kill, like, it was a kill shot. Down, he would have been, yeah. you know, sliced through. Yeah, it was a kill shot. Yeah. I, I think actually an interesting thing would be if the Night King actually does make it a bit further south, would the. Because the mountain is technically a zombie, would he become under the Night King's control? I don't know. That would be. I think, like, I think the Night so King. I think the Night so King could. Yeah, I think the Night King could also take his like one of his giants and then just have the mountain get crushed and be like, yeah, yeah. you're not. You're not even the biggest person in my army, dude. <laughs> like, or he might take his weird like double hand sword and like ice sword and slice through him and be like, and now I own you, right? Like it's just, <laughs> oh god, so many questions to be to be answered in 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 this show. None of which are. Who the hell is going to be the season seven MVP? Because I don't know. I got no front runner right now. I got no one really, really running away with it. I got Cersei well, who, who forced her oh. way into the conversation in the last episode. Euron Greyjoy inexplicably is turning in a performance <laughs> that is for all to behold. And Arya, even though she Arya took a step back, but only because she didn't get any screen time last friggin' episode, right? But she she's yeah. in the conversation, so. Can I can I just say I was super glad that it was Bran that showed up to Winterfell and not. To Arya. Arya first, yeah. yes. Why so? Because I I expected her after seeing I talked about it in the last pod when she met Nymeria again mm-hmm. and she was like that's not you that was kind of a throwback to she's not the kind of girl that would go back to Winterfell and just sit back and you know yeah. do that kind of stuff she's got she, her mission to do. So she went back to went back. She you so, think she went back south after? I think after she went back. Wolf? Yeah towards yeah. king's landing after that i agree and that's right. probably that's probably why we didn't see anything of her because mm-hmm. i think in this season what they've decided to do was take out a lot of the hey we're traveling over here now yeah kind of thing that they usually do 
yeah, to the point where everybody looks like they're air. yeah, to the point where it looks like everybody's time warping, like like yeah. how you're you're on somehow warped a, <laughs> an entire fleet of people to where yeah, they, I mean like, yeah, like like Euron's fleet is basically magic at this point. <laughs> like we've got the fastest <laughs> ships. Oh, that explains it. Whatever, proceed. <laughs> fastest hey, if you ships. want, if you want to throw in uh, the drowned lord or the drowned god, and that's how they got their ships, all the power to you. Yeah, sure. Point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I believe it. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, what what else can we do? We, I mean, that that I guess that's it. You guys got anything you want to say about this episode? Uh, the only thing I had written down was uh, back when John and Danny were talking that Daenerys mentions that she's the last Targaryen, and yeah. I couldn't help but and immediately like, oh! think of a Star Wars reference. <laughs> yeah. No. There is another. There is but. another. Yeah, <laughs> just audibly. I audibly while watching that. <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah. Immediately. It's like you're not even the last Targaryen at the edge of this cliff right now. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it's so good. Oh god, I mean, great episode. It was it like just nice to see stuff like John and Davos, John and Tyrion. John and and Daenerys, Davos and Daenerys, just all, just the whole, just the whole lot of them. John and Varys, technically, even though they never had a conversation, but Varys, like, but like, they were in the same room. But they were in the same. Just seeing <laughs> those characters, like I said, seven years and sixty-three hours in the making, just like, like what a delight it was to see some of those characters just be sitting in the same room, even though they necessarily weren't doing what you wanted them to do. It was just like, well, this is awesome, right? He was just yeah. sitting there, it's just great stuff. <laughs> Uh, it's too bad we lost, uh... Um, My MVP pick, Alana Tyrell. Yeah, it's too bad we lost peace. MVP. Yeah, grow strong. Grow strong, everybody. I tell you, just... Farewell to the Tyrells. I guess the Tyrells are extinct now. So good. Like I said, God, how awesome would it have been if she just burst into flames? <laughs> just, <laughs> is every episode another house being eliminated? Pretty much, yeah, because the Freys are gone. And <laughs> the Freys are gone. Well, let's... Freys are gone. Baratheons Tyrell. are gone. Yeah, Tyrells are Tyrells gone. Tyrells are gone. No, Baratheons. Uh, Baratheons have one guy out there. Technically, he doesn't know. Yeah, he's Gendry. Brath- Gendry's out. Gendry's yeah. rowing somewhere in the middle of nowhere, man. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's too bad. Anyway, looking forward to the night. Ne- looking forward to the next episode. Boltons are gone. Boltons are gone. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, it's not much left. There's barely any Starks left. We all thought the Stark. They were picking the Starks off, and and. Here they are, still, still going seven seasons strong. Yeah, can't anyway. Can't wait for next that uh, next episode of Game of Thrones. Should be good times. We miss you, Olena, and uh, Godspeed. Hearts will go on. Hearts will go Never on. Never let go. Yeah, God, Godspeed to the to the to the Queen of Thorns and uh, crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast. Uh, soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast and twitter account at mpier6 is the official twitter account for the show and you can catch us on twitter and email us at contact at the crossover podcast.com if you have anything you want to say or any kind of game of thrones predictions or if you have any ideas on how we can improve the show throw them out here and once again uh, rest in peace, Elena Tyrell and and I rest in peace to uh, Ilaria Sand who I guess I assume is dead and just took up the mantle for, for, for my beloved Oberyn, even though she technically accomplished very little, I get killed a, a tiny, tiny 
child, like teenage girl was was her was her one move. Ah, so so sad. Anyway, R.I.P. Elena Tyrell. We 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 miss you. We know we know you're up there right now, giving giving somebody somebody the business. She's right up now. there giving the finger to everyone. Yeah, yeah, bam, bam, saying, bam. yeah, absolutely. Just just looking at everybody, just ang- just disappointed, just disappointed in everything she sees. All right, spitting, uh, hot, spitting hot fire as well. Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, and Dylan, because I spit hot fire. Uh, Rob Callflesh and Kyle Brown, thanks for doing this, and we'll catch you next week on the Crossover Podcast. But I guess that's why they say every rose has its thumb. Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings a sad. Say it's song Every rose has its thorn